My name is Julie Riggs, and I am the executive director of the Sheila and George Casey National Capital Region Chapter of Blue Star Families. So what inspired you to help military families? Me personally, it was um, part of the fact that I live the life. I'm a military spouse of 20 years. I also was raised a military. My father is a retired senior chief from the Navy. So, um, you know, very much a personal um, reason for continuing to give back and support our military families. Um, but in uh, from a professional perspective, um, I really believe that um, the, you know, military family population um, does bring and, and um, contribute a great deal to the success and support that our military, our all-volunteer military force um uh, brings to our country. And so I often feel it's just very important that we are looking to see and make sure that they are supported as well as their service members. So that was the reason. Yeah. What is it like for you to support people who are going through similar experiences? Um, it feels, I mean, it's wonderful to be able to, um, sort of empathize or relate to what someone's going through and then say, Hey, I know how it feels to show up to a town and not have a network at all and trying to find a job and you've never even lived there. And, you know, and so for me personally, it feels wonderful to be able to be that helping hand and, uh, and, and a person who really understands what the military service member or family member is going through. Um, I, you know, I when I when we lived in San Diego um, as a perfect example, it was during a low downturned economy. I we got there. I looked for a job. I didn't know a soul because we'd never lived in Southern California before. And it took me like six months to find a job. And and I had a pretty decent resume. It wasn't it wasn't that. And um, I remember feeling so alone and so isolated. And my husband was deployed at the time. And and I sat there and I just I was in a really bad place with um, my comfort, you know, being um, confident that I was going to find, um, work and that I was going to be able to be successful and keep my kids in daycare, which was costing money and pay the rent and all of those things. And it was a lot of stress. And so anytime now that a, a spouse reaches out to me and says, hi, you know, I'm new to the area. I'm looking for employment. I go above and beyond my role at Blue Star Families to make sure that I connect them to areas where they can just build that network that is so important. And, uh, you know, um, it's not really part of, it's not like I'm doing a career search as part of my job. I'm actually helping out spouse to spouse, right? Um, because I really know how much it, how important it is to um, connect people to their communities so that they feel supported. And that's what Blue Star Families does. And that's why I love working here is that as an organization, one of the biggest things we do is support our military families by connecting them in the areas where they live. And whether that's with local services, whether that's with other military families, whether that's with local government, whether that's with, you know, um, a childcare provider, whatever it is they need. Um, we help to create opportunities where they can connect and grow that network and community where they are and so that they feel less isolated and they feel um, more successful in the areas where they live. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about Blue Star Families? I can. I can. So we're a chapter-based organization. We are nationwide and the fastest growing chapter-based organization in the military and veteran space. 
We were founded in 2009 by military spouses. And um, our work is based on um, um, data, really. We're a very data-driven organization. We have our military family lifestyle survey was what launched us as an organization. But these days we have a variety of ways in which we listen to our military families through collection of data. And then we take the, the information provided by the military families and we turn it into programs and um, to finding solutions to the issues that our families are facing. So as an organization, um, you know, we basically are building communities that support our military families, both inside military installations and inside military um, entities and also in the civilian communities. And so um, we ask our communities how they can also support our military families and we connect all the pieces together to make military life awesome instead of difficult. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, and especially I live in the DC area and it's, you know, very military. How is it, you know, you probably have to help a lot of families. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of families in this area. We have families from every single branch of the service, which is unique to um, other chapters. Like uh, there may be a chapter that has a very you know, pr prominent or predominant um, Navy presence or, you know, an, or an Air Force presence because they're right by a military installation. In the National Capital Region chapter, we have, um, I think, um, over 12 installations that just fall in that 50 mile radius of, of who I serve as the as the executive director and who the chapter serves. And um, every single level um, from you know, newly enlisted or new first in the military to very senior officer level um, and uh, even beyond to uh, like the Joint Chiefs and and some of the other uh, very high level, they all live in this area. So in some ways, even though there's a huge military presence, there's a lack of connectivity because it's so everybody's so spread out. There's so many different branches represented and there's so many different um, places that people go to work. There's not one centralized sort of like military uh, base that everybody goes to. Um, and so we see a lot um, of people come through here. We also see a lot of people looking to connect and to get support um, from our organization. Yeah, when I was uh, doing my research, you do a lot of uh, support stuff for the families, but how important is, you know, the the spouses and the kids take care of their own mental health? Yeah, I mean, mental health is, is really important. Um, and um, we do um, help to provide, we are not a direct service organization in the sense that we don't provide mental health care to our to our families. But what we do is understand that um, in our survey and our data shows us that um, per people who feel a sense of belonging, feel people who feel connected to their communities, people who have supports in areas they need, such as education or food or um, finding, um, you know, child care, all those hot topics that are important to military, um, that all of those things will help to create a better sense of mental wellness with the with an individual, right? So we provide um, upstream solutions really to help people feel more prepared for and and more connected to their communities, which then increase their well sense of well being. We work with veterans um, to help provide um, connection and understanding of resources available should they 
um, or anyone they know um, need that mental health support, um, we help to provide those resources and connections to programs and connections to other nonprofits as well, so that they feel like they are supported should that arise that they need to seek that that care, they feel like they have those tools. Um, so it's, you know, it happens in a variety of ways, but yes, taking care of one's mental health really is, you know, is high on our list of things that is important and, and things that we try to do in everything that we do, even our fun, you know, go out and go kayaking on the Potomac events, really have a mental health and mental wellness mm. feel to them, right? Because what we're trying to do is improve those, um, you know, um, uh, quality of life, um, factors so that people feel better and feel more well <laughs> so yeah. which that's the big thing like just getting compliments or talking to people who are going through the same thing it, you know make the world a difference absolutely yes that connection to others and that that connection to support um is is, is really huge what are some of the things that motivate you me personally yes um, I'm motivated by finding solutions to problems that maybe seem insurmountable or tricky. Um, I love, um, looking at ways that we as nonprofits in the military and veteran nonprofit space, as well as community nonprofits that maybe even aren't connected to the military and veteran pop, um, space specifically, how we can work together to create solutions for the problems that are our society and our, our cultures or our communities are facing. And so, you know, the military and veteran community is, 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 is one community, but it's a community within yeah. the greater community. Right. And so we, most of us don't live on military installations anymore. I think it's like 70% of, of um, United States states based military um, service members do not live on an installation. And so um, we're in the communities. We're using the same Safeway you are. We're using the same post office you are. We're using the same, you know, um, we're going to the same schools you are. And so um, by connecting all the different services and resources together, I like to use the that collaborative, um, you know, connection in order to make solutions to problems that um arise you know in our society so that's sort of what motivates me is really collective impact collaborative impact sort of work to help make everybody's life a little bit easier and better and have them be connected to the things they need because everybody has moments um when they can use a little more support and moments when maybe they can give to others and help support so it's nice to use um to bring people together and just and create that uh, you know network i'm saying network a lot but that's important you know <laughs> no it's huge yeah how does it feel that uh when you talk to families that you've helped how does uh what does that mean to you it means a lot i mean i'm obviously a mission uh driven person um i've worked in nonprofit my entire career and so i definitely value seeing the results of my efforts i like to know that what i do i'm doing you know it, it brings good to our world overall and so to hear from someone um that what you did was impactful um it you know everybody loves to have that compliment right like hey what you did really helped and like oh cool you know um my efforts were not not in vain um i think some of the ones that surprise me are, are 
even the nicest to hear or when you didn't even realize you were helping, but just by being there, someone will come back and be like, you don't, you don't realize it. But the fact that I have an example. So we had this, we have Blue Star Welcome Week, which happens every year. And it's where we welcome our military um, families into the area after they've moved here. Um, and then we also welcome our transition, our veterans into their communities as well. So it's a, it's a annual week long um, activation where we say like, welcome to the area, welcome to the community. And we really do a lot of stuff to, to reach out and bring in um, you know, local government and other nonprofits and um, military families and veteran families and bring them all together. And in 2020, obviously the world had gone kind of upside down and we couldn't do anything in person, but we had all these military kids who were moving from one duty station to another and having to go into virtual school. So they were coming to a school that they would never meet their school, their classmates at, never physically attend. And they were you know, PCSing or personal change of station to this to these new areas and then having to go into remote virtual learning. And and our teens were struggling, our military teens. And so we did this um really neat drive-through event where we had um signs and all the teachers at the school were like, I'm I'm an English teacher and I'm Mrs. So and so. And the PE teacher was like, I'm a PE teacher. And we had the kids drive through with their parents and we handed out welcome bags. Like we're like, welcome to the school. Welcome we see you, you know. And I had, and so that was fun. It was great. And the kids really appreciated it. And it was a way to like, you know, during a pandemic to really try to still connect people together. And then a year later, I went back to that school and I was just talking to a group of people. And this girl said to me, I am a student ambassador at this school and I welcome students who arrive, you know, and, and I help to show them around and help get them connected to their classes and everything. And she goes, and the reason I do that is because Last year, when I was new to the school, you guys stood outside and had a banner that said, welcome to the school. And I realized how important it is to give back and to help welcome others. And so she had chosen to volunteer her time as a student to be a student ambassador because of the experience that we had provided her when she was new. And that was just such an amazing, like full circle, you know, <laughs> full circle experience. Um, so that fills you with just joy and it keeps you going and um, it makes you realize, you know, that the work that you're doing, at least for me, is, is a value to others. Where do you want to see the organization say in the next three to five years? I would love to see, and, and Blue Star Families is definitely on um, a path for this, but I would love to see us be able to open chapters in more areas. Because right now we have 13 chapters and those areas are definitely um, impacted um, by the presence of a staff and volunteers who, who can support the Blue Star programming. Um, we have a lot of volunteers who stand up and raise their hands in areas where we don't have chapters, but the consistency and ability to really provide, you know, programming mm -hmm. um, consistently is 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 sometimes tricky. And so being able to grow chapters in all areas around the United States so that no matter where you get stationed or no matter where you retire out of the military to, you have a Blue Star Families there to support you. How can people reach out and learn more? Sure. So um, there's a couple of ways. Blue Star Fam, um, Blue Star Families website is um, uh, www.bluestarfam.org. 
So FAM, short for families. That'll take you to our, our national website. And from there, you can go to um, the chapters and wherever you happen to be, click on the chapter that's closest to you, and then go from there to get connected locally. Um, you can also follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. Blue Star Families has a uh, presence in all of those platforms. The National Capital Region chapter, we have our own uh, Facebook and Instagram pages, NCR, um, BSF NCR. Um, so you can follow us there. We will, we do a lot of um, events as well as opportunities. Um, and so that's a, a lot of times that's where we'll post like right now, as an example, we have tickets to a DC United game that they've given us to give away to our, our, our members. Um, and so if you were interested in going to see a soccer game, you could, if you were on Facebook and following us, you could hit the registration link and uh, go register to get tickets for that game. So we put a lot of opportunities and fun stuff out there. So it's a good way to stay connected with our chapter. Mm -hmm.